Hello, hello, hello. What's up, you guys? Welcome or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I am your host. My name is Chloe. I am so happy you're here. I am so grateful you're here. I want to, I am just very appreciative of everybody that has clicked on this episode and taken the time to, you know, hear what I have to say. Um, it really does mean a lot to me. Before we dive in, make sure to follow this podcast and rate it five stars. Again, that would really mean a lot to me. It would really help me out. And leave a review if you have the time, if you're feeling crazy. Um, if you also want to send me any like topic ideas or if you have any questions about anything, any comments, concerns, you can message my Instagram. It's chloe.vetter, C-H-L-O-E dot V as in violet, E-T-T-E-R. You can message me, you can post this on your story and tag me, that would also help me out a lot. Send this to a friend who you think might benefit from it, and yeah, without further ado, let's dive in. So, before we do dive in, I'm excited to talk about today's topic because I've actually been thinking about doing an episode like this for a really, really long time um, because it's something that I am familiar with the concept, I'm very familiar with the concept. Um, Before we do dive in, though... I'm going to share what I learned. So if you are new here, hi, I love to really drill in the importance of mindfulness on this podcast. I, uh, the, the title, you learn something new every day. It's a cliche saying, but I fully believe in it. I 100% support it. And I think that if you are not in agreement with that statement, if you don't think that you learn something new every day, you're probably not being mindful. You're probably not aware. You're probably not being present in your day-to-day life. You might just be going through the motions, you know, like not really, you know, you're there, but, you know, they're they're home, but the, like, what is it? What's the saying? What am, what am I trying to say? Like, they're there, but, uh, lights are on, but nobody's home. That, that was, why was that so hard for me to think about? Lights are on, but nobody's home. It's kind of like that, you know, you're like a zombie, like just going through the motions, you know, you're doing what you need to do to get by, but you're not really like present, you know, you're kind of in your head, you're thinking about something else that's happened or that's going to happen. And that happens, that's normal, that's human, I'm guilty of this myself, but it makes such a big difference in your life when you try and make the effort to be conscious, to be present, to be mindful and aware of your actions, of your surroundings, of, you know, everything, everything, your thoughts, your, your words, and your interactions with people. When you start to practice this mindfulness, when you start to implement presence into your life, you find that you learn a lot. You, you notice bits and pieces of knowledge and information that you wouldn't have noticed or, you wouldn't have learned if you were just going through the motions. You know, it's like if you're walking with your head down all the time, you're not going to see how pretty the sky is. You're not going to see the trees. You're not going to see all the birds. And you know what I mean? Like you, if you're walking around with your eyes shut and you're only focusing on, you know, what you're supposed to focus on, you're not going to focus on anything else. But the world can be a very wonderful tool for information and people are a wonderful tool for knowledge and if you just kind of you know step into the moment practice mindfulness it's easier said than done but if you that's why it's called practicing because it's not going to be perfect it is a conscious effort 
when you do this, you're going to find that you learn something new every single day. It might be irrelevant, it might be relevant, it might be stupid, it might be serious, it might be, you know, a big, a lot of information, it might be a little bit of information, it doesn't matter. You're going to learn something in some way every day if you're practicing mindfulness, I guarantee you. So, at the beginning of each episode, I love to share one thing that I learned. So, technically I learned this last night because I'm recording this Thursday morning, but last night was a Wednesday obviously. Last night was a Wednesday evening, and I teach three classes on Wednesday evenings. Now, if you're new here, hi, I'm a fitness instructor. I teach group fitness classes at Lifetime, and other places are in the works. Stay tuned. Um, But that's where I was teaching last night. I taught uh, two strength classes, so one at five, one at six, and then a 7 p.m. cycle class. And I love my Wednesdays. They're fun. They're It's a lot, but it's really fun. Um, What I learned is uh, I, I got to learn what it feels like to have a full strength class at Lifetime. And a full class is 36 people. That's how many people can sign up. And, I mean, that's a good that's a good amount of people, you know? Especially in the world that we're living in with COVID and with, um, you know, masks are mandated in the area that I'm in. So you have to wear a mask while you're working out. And so it's hard, you know, because people, some people just straight up don't feel safe leaving their house. Some people don't feel safe going and working out with people, but some people just can't, you know, it's, it's really hard working out with a mask. And especially when you're doing cardio and you're sweating a lot, it's challenging for sure. And it's, I mean, I'm going to be honest, like it's obnoxious. It's, it's really annoying. It, it distracts you when you're doing it, but once you do it, you know, a few times, it, it gets less and less obnoxious and it just kind of becomes the new, the new normal. Like you, you, you adjust to it because we are resilient. We, as human beings, we are so much more resilient than we give ourselves credit for. And so I understand how hard it is to get in there and show up, you know, and take a workout class in the world that we're living in right now. So to see a full room like that, I don't know, it was just really cool, that was really special to me, and it just, you know, I mean, that just, it just, like, it just makes me feel like, okay, like, people, it's, it's like a confidence booster, you know, it's, it's hard when you're teaching fitness, fitness classes in this type of world, and, you know, it doesn't matter how great of an instructor you are, classes just don't do great right now. And that's just how it is. And it can really, it can be really difficult to show up every day encouraging and motivational and, you know, energizing and all that stuff. It's hard when you see the same group of people every day and it's, you know, only so many people. So I don't know. It was just, it was just, that felt really, that felt really good to see a full class, um, of that size, um, yeah, so uh, all the clients that came to my class last night, I'm so grateful for them, and I really appreciate them. So, yeah, that's what I learned last night. Um, yesterday, what was I going to say? Yesterday was, where was I going with that? I have no idea. We're just going to dive on into the episode because I've already been rambling for a while. Okay, let's talk about, 
one of my favorite things, spending time alone, spending time with yourself, you, you, and you, okay? You three, <laughs> all the voices in your head and yourself just hanging out together. That's, that's what this is. Um, I, for like as long as I can remember, I've always been very independent and I've been an introvert and I've been, I, I'm definitely like one of those like extroverted introverts. Like, I'm an introvert, I need that alone time, I need to recharge, but I do like, when I'm in the mood and when I'm charged up and my social battery is full, I love interacting with people, you know, if it's the right environment and the right people and we can have a good conversation, I love interacting with people, but I can only do that for so long. I only have so big of a social battery, you know what I mean? Like, I can only... I can only handle so much. So I do get drained fast and I do get, you know, just kind of, I don't know. Like I just, I just, I can't, I can't be extroverted. It's like my alter ego. It's like my extroverted alter ego comes out and, you know, I can be social and I love talking and laughing and whatever, but like I can only do that for so long. So I've always been someone who spends a lot of time, I spent a lot of time by myself, um, I just, you know, I liked being in my own company. I liked being in my own energy. And especially this past year or two, I've been learning a lot about energy and I've been really tapping into my spiritual side. And with that comes a lot of time spent alone. You know, I've been doing a lot of inner work and healing and shadow work and just stuff like that. And when you're doing all that work, you have to be with yourself for that. You know, like if you're practicing shadow, if you're doing shadow work, if you're doing inner work and healing and stuff, no one else can help you with that because at the end of the day, it comes down to, you know, you and how you feel and how you're doing and all that stuff. So why, when, when you are going about your day, whether you're interacting with people or not, one of the biggest things, I mean, I, I've been talking a lot about this on this podcast recently, um, the concept of saying yes to yourself and uh, saying no to other people, because sometimes, sometimes we have to say yes to ourselves, even if it means saying no to other people. And as someone who is introverted. I love saying yes to myself in that way, but I I am also a people pleaser and I'm also an empath and I can't say no to people. So I've also been really working on that lately. I've been really trying to practice that and implement that and, you know, show up for myself before I start considering other people and their needs. Um, so the first biggest piece of advice I can give to anybody is to say yes to yourself, even if it means saying no to other people. So one thing that I, I heard recently, and I I really liked, I don't remember where I heard this, but it just, just stuck with me before you take any type of action at all in, in life, you should be asking yourself two things. First thing, am I choosing myself right now? Second thing, or am I abandoning myself right now? All right, so I'll say that again. Before taking any action in life, you got to ask yourself these two things. Am I choosing myself right now, or am I abandoning myself right now? 
I love this so much because it basically just kind of, it, it just kind of rephrases that concept of like, you know, are you saying yes to yourself or are you saying no to yourself? You know what I mean? When you do something that you know deep down, you know, you kind of feel guilty, like you know deep down you probably shouldn't do it, but like you you do it anyways because in the moment the the instant gratification kind of is so tempting, you just you just give in. But then the next day you wake up and you're like, "Why did I do that? Like I I didn't need I didn't need to eat a whole cake. I didn't need to buy all this. I didn't need to say that whatever it is, whatever it is, you know." You gotta, you gotta in the moment, in the key word before taking action, okay? Before, before, not after, before you take an action. You gotta ask yourself, is this something that is good for me? Am I showing up for myself right now or am I abandoning myself right now? Start asking yourself that and see what happens. I was working out earlier and I was working out at home and so it's hard working out at home. I really, I I mean, I get it done, but like it's hard to get yourself motivated to work at home. I definitely struggle with that when you're by yourself and there's no one else around you doing it with you. There's no one else around you motivating you. I remember I was kind of, I was just, I was just so sore and like tired and you know, my legs were dragging and I'm riding my bike in my little office room. And I was just like, man, like, I just, what if I just, I'm just going to stop. Like, I'm just going to, I was only halfway through my playlist that I made that I wanted to ride to. So I was like halfway through my workout that I had planned that I had intended for. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like get off. I'm just, I'm done. Like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. And then that literal thing popped in my head where it was like, am I choosing myself right now or am I abandoning myself? And I was abandoning myself. I was, I was tempted for that instant gratification and that instant gratification being not being uncomfortable anymore. And one thing I always say in my classes is that we have to get uncomfortable to get stronger. So that goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of the episode. I need to I need to practice what I preach, you know? I need to show up for myself. I I can't if I get off this bike and I end my workout early, sure in the moment I might be like, yeah, whatever, but like the next day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be like, why didn't, you know, why didn't I finish my workout? I could have I could have done that, you know? Why did I why did I just give up so easily? Why did I just tap out so easily? And I finished my workout. That quote, like that little saying that I was just telling you, like, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but that, that got me through it. I pushed through and I was so happy I did. I felt so much better after. I felt very accomplished. And I feel like when it's, it's, it's when it's, it really is. It's when you get uncomfortable. It's when you don't want to go anymore. It's when you want to tap out. It's when you want to stop. It's when you want to stop, but you keep going. That's when it, that's when that feeling is so rewarding. That's when the, the aftermath is that much more meaningful you know, like I, I felt so much more accomplished doing that workout, knowing how hard it was like mentally to get through it, you know? So I don't know. Think about that. Remember that. Ask yourself that. 
start implementing that into your into your day-to-day life start implementing that into your thought process the goal of this what this does um at the end of the day is it, it grounds you it aligns yourself with your higher self it's it's this awareness of your actions and this awareness is key you know, it's one of those questions that really brings you back because deep down in your heart, you know the answer, you know, if something you're doing is you choosing yourself or you abandoning yourself. At the end of the day, in your heart, you know the answer. That's why we feel guilty when we do things that, you know, we know we're abandoning ourselves in. Those moments are when... It, well, when you're asking yourself that moment, when you're asking yourself these questions, that's when you start to kind of reground, you know, regroup. You you ground yourself. You you realign yourself with you know what you believe to be true and what you know you need for yourself, and that'll just help you make better decisions for you and for everybody who's affected by you. This awareness is game changer. So this this all kind of ties into having self-respect. Um, this is also something I've been really working on recently because when you abandon yourself, when you say no to yourself, you know, if you're saying yes to everybody else and you're draining your energy, you're saying no to every you're saying no to yourself and you're saying you're basically giving up any self-respect that you may have for yourself. Now there's this quote that I have written down and I could not find who said this. I don't know where this quote came from. Um, but just know that I, I was looking it up and I, I can't find it. So if you, I mean, if you know the answer, please let me know. Um, but the quote is honor your rage because underneath it lies your self-respect. So I want to say that one more time, honor your rage because underneath it lies your self-respect. I really liked this because when we experience the emotion of anger or irritability, I feel like that's intertwined with self-worth. Anger is, is that part of you that's very deeply tapped into what you need. Anger is very tapped into what you deserve. So... When you're feeling this anger, you're feeling irritable at somebody else or at yourself, you know, maybe you're mad at yourself because you told yourself you were going to stop vaping and now you vape a bunch and you're, you're pissed at yourself. The reason you're so mad at yourself is because you know that you need to stop vaping. You know that you deserve to stop vaping. So anger is not an excuse for accountability, you know, it's not something that you can just fully, you know, you can't, you can't go in and like start hitting things and start throwing things and, you know, start breaking things. Like that's, it's not an excuse for accountability, but it it is, it is a, it's a messenger. I always like to say that our emotions are, are messengers. So that anger, when you feel that about something, especially if it's like towards yourself or maybe if it's to someone else and, you know, maybe you're mad at someone because they didn't, they didn't, you know, answer your call when you, you were in a, 
you know, mental breakdown and you, you really needed someone to talk to and that's just, you're, you're, you're mad because you know you deserve better. You know you need better. So listen to that anger. Tap into that. Don't, don't give into the anger. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to start breaking things, but you, you, you gotta, you gotta acknowledge it and you gotta feel it and you gotta, you gotta understand why you're feeling that in the first place. So speaking of emotions, um, one thing that I've been kind of learning, um, through my own personal experience is that we're okay. We're always, how do I say this? We're always, we're always told that we can't suppress emotions. I feel like that's pretty common knowledge. Um, a lot of people do still, um, and I'm guilty of this. I'm working on it. Um, but we, we, we shouldn't suppress our emotions because they're just going to build, they're just going to build up and they're going to come out some way or another, right? We know that. Now, the other part to this, we shouldn't su- suppress our emotions, yes, but we also shouldn't really express our emotions. What we should be doing is we should accept them. All right? So we shouldn't suppress or express. We should accept. And by accepting them and not doing anything by, you know, suppress, not distracting yourself, you know, that's suppressing, you're not, you're not breaking things, you know, you're not expressing it, you're not, you know, doing anything, you know, impulsive, you're just accepting them. You're allowing yourself to be comfortable being uncomfortable. You're allowing yourself to sit with that uncomfortable emotion because emotions are very uncomfortable sometimes. If we're always expressing our emotions, if we're constantly expressing them, we're teaching our brain to become a slave to them, really. You're teaching your brain that's how you should be reacting every time you experience an emotion that you should be expressing it with some type of action and that's that's not good that's not good that's not healthy that's not that's not sustainable that's not going to help you in the long run let the emotions flow through you let the emotions just be, you know, because they are temporary. You got to build the resilience. You have to accept them and do something that you enjoy. That's good for you to show your brain this new pattern. So I want to kind of rephrase that really quickly. We, we shouldn't suppress or express our emotions. We need to accept them. You've got to allow yourself to be Comfortable being uncomfortable. If you're constantly expressing your emotions, you're teaching your brain to become enslaved to your emotions. And that's not helpful. You gotta let these emotions flow through you. Let them do their thing. Let them, you know, do their time. And this is going to build your resilience. Just like with resistance training, like strength training, like physical working out, It's just like that. When you feel that resistance, when you feel that uncomfortableness, is that a word? I don't know. When you feel that, you know, discomfort, that's a word, that's a word. When you feel that discomfort, you're building the resilience. So accept these emotions, 
do something that you enjoy do something that is good for you and your soul do something where you're showing up for yourself and this will kind of reprogram your brain it'll show your brain a new pattern so how this all kind of ties into each other in summary you've got to spend time with yourself to learn how you should show up for yourself. Just like anyone you love in your life, right? You have to spend time with them to learn their love language, to learn their likes and their dislikes. You've got to spend that time with yourself too. And if you're with people all the time, you're going to be influenced by them all the time. You're going to be, you know, affected by that. You're going to feel their energy and their energy is not your energy. So you need to spend time with yourself to learn how to show up for yourself, to learn how to be the best version of you, to learn how to choose yourself. Because choosing, me choosing myself looks different for me than it does for someone else. Maybe for me, choosing myself is saying no to, you know, catch like a coffee date in the middle of the day when I'm supposed to, when I know I should be working and doing my work and, you know, that type of stuff. Like that, if that's me choosing myself, sometimes for other people, choosing themselves would be to agree to the coffee date because maybe they need a break that bad. You know, like they've been working for like seven hours. They they need that break or they need that social time. Some people recharge by being social. So me choosing myself could be saying no to socialization And for other people, them choosing themselves is going and socializing because that's how they feel better. That's how they are able to recharge. And that's okay. Like, it's it's so different for everybody. And that's why it's so important to spend time with yourself because you've got to know yourself. And you can't know yourself if you're constantly being influenced by outside factors, outside energies, outside influences. So... What I want you to get from this is being alone, being with yourself is extremely, extremely important, extremely valuable, extremely useful, and it is something that is very uncomfortable for many people, but like I was saying earlier, The more you practice this, the more you experience the discomfort, the more you're going to build resilience, the more you're going to build strength. So do the hard work, do the inner work, do the self work. Because when you do that, it's going to pay off in the long run. It's going to, it's going to impact how you live the rest of your life. It's going to impact how you make decisions. It's going to impact how you think and you know how you interact with people and how you interact with yourself so if you guys liked this please let me know again if you have any questions or anything you can message me on instagram if you want to post this on your story maybe that would mean the world to me that would help me out so much um and yeah, I I that's really all I have to say. I don't want to I don't want to keep repeating myself. I feel like I got across what I want to get across. Um next week should be a good episode. I'm excited for that one. Um 
again, make sure you follow this podcast. And thank you guys so, so much for listening. It really does mean the world to me. I appreciate you guys so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. If not, the sun will rise and we will try again. Thank you guys. I will see you all next Friday with another episode. Peace out.